Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. I'm doing great, Earl. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I cannot complain. This Saturday morning is it's not as cold as we, as we used to it being, so it's a good day so far. Great. Happy to be here. Absolutely. So, Mary Kay, I started this show off talking about Andrew Berry, and I said, you know, the chef cooks, you know, cooks with the with, with people go out and buy, and I feel like he need to go buy around some better groceries. He's had 24 draft picks during his tenure here. What would you say his best draft pick has been to, to date and maybe his worst? Hmm. Well, I haven't really thought about it yet in terms of uh, best and worst like that. Um, let me think. Uh, best draft pick to date. Gosh, I, I'd, have to, I'd have to think about that a little bit. I don't want to just throw something out there at the top of my head. But I will say this. I think that the jury is still out. On, on some of the Browns draft picks. I think he drafts them really, really young. And what he seeks to do and hopes to do is have these guys grow into their roles and into their jobs. So you might see a guy, uh, you know, maybe, you know, like a, a, a Grant Delpit or someone like that, where it's going, now he had the Achilles injury, but it might take him, you know, one or two more years even to reach his, full potential you know same thing with jed wills jed has been a work in progress you know that was their first first round pick um at number 10 overall he's been a work in progress he still has a little ways to go uh jeremiah owusu koromoa and greg newsom were expected to take big steps up in 2022 and for one reason or another that didn't really happen with those guys and so i think we need to see what can they do with jim schwartz coaching them up is, is Greg Newsom playing the right position inside, or would he be best moved back outside? Is JOK big enough to play the kind of defense, the kind of linebacker he's going to need to play in Jim Schwartz's defense? Or, uh, you know, is, is he totally, you know, does he need to put on some weight? Is he fine the way that he is? So I think the jury is still out on most of these guys. Uh, I, I think that, uh, you know, we need probably two more years to really start grading these drafts. I think that's a pretty fair assessment. Mary Kay, let's talk about Jock for a second. Um, you know, I've, I've talked to people who believe that the Cleveland Browns should just move on from Jock. I don't necessarily agree with that. I will say that I have kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm not as high on Jock as I once was. But the conversation now is that he's playing out of position. And I remember when Joe Woods first took this job and, and Jock was drafted and he talked about they were he they were he was asked about his size 
And he referenced guys like Shaq Leonard, who plays in Indianapolis, and Fred Warner in San Francisco, how Jock kind of fit, fit that body style of linebackers now. So I guess the question is, is Jock truly a linebacker or is he more of a safety type? And could you see him actually even changing positions? Well, you know, it will be interesting to see how Jim Schwartz views him. When I was doing some research on how they felt about Jim Schwartz in Philadelphia, uh, there was some talk there that perhaps they weren't putting enough stock uh, or thought or effort into their linebackers or even resources or money into their linebackers. So let's see what he thinks about uh, JOK and, you know, what, you know, does he think that once again, does he need to put on weight? Is he fine the way he is? Can he play some kind of a hybrid role? Uh, can he, you know, play safety? I saw uh, Dequell Jackson, former Browns linebacker, the other day on a clip on uh, Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show saying that he doesn't think he's an NFL linebacker. And I was shocked to hear that because I do think the game has changed and evolved. And so it's just a matter of trying to figure out what his role is and what his strengths are. Now, he had a rough season. He had some injuries. Uh, he was coming off the tragic, tragic loss of his brother. That did not help uh, him at all, just in terms of, uh, you know, just his, the physical nature and the emotional nature of, of JOK. That was a obviously horrible, terrible thing that he went through. Uh, so let's see, you know, what he has coming up this next year. He is coming off of a mid-foot sprain, so he's going to have to heal up from that. Um, but I'm sure that Jim Schwartz will find a role for him. Well, we look at the Cleveland Browns defensive line. I think we can all agree defensive tackle is priority number one. Uh, you look at the defensive end position being probably priority number two. We know the Browns was high on Alex Wright last year. Is he ready to step in and be a starter? Well, you know, that's another thing where I want to see uh, what Jim Schwartz can do with a young man like Alex Wright, who was supposed to come in and really have this tremendous upside potential as a pass rusher. They were very excited about him. And, you know, is it a matter of, of scheme? Is it a matter of coaching him any differently? Uh, you know, that's something that, that Jim Schwartz is going to have to find out if he can unlock the sack potential of Alex Wright, because that's exactly what the Browns thought they had when they drafted him, is someone that could get to the passer in a hurry and be very, very disruptive. And even though he didn't have the sack numbers, I think the Browns uh, saw some things in him. They liked some things that he did. Uh, but now it's a matter of, of really maximizing his potential. And, you know, if, if Jim Schwartz can take him from zero sacks, even up to maybe like six next year, I think that would be a tremendous win. She's Mary Kay Cabot from Cleveland.com. She covers the Cleveland Browns. She's joining us right now on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Mary Kay, we had Jeff Lloyd on the program a little earlier, and I asked him about Jedrick Wills, and he seems to believe that the Cleveland Browns will not pick up his fifth-year option. Do you feel the same way? You know, I, I kind of think that they will, and I've been saying that they will because uh, I just don't think that the amount is exorbitant for a good left tackle. It's not like it's $25 million. At the level that he's at, it'll be around $14 million, maybe $14.75 uh, or something like that. And that's not even for this next year. That's for the year after. And as the cap goes up and salaries increase, I just don't think that that number is going to look that big. Again, there are tiers when you pick up a fifth-year option. And, uh, you know, if you have Pro Bowls 
and, and things like that, then your number increases. But because he doesn't have any of those things, uh, he is at that lower level, the first tier level of fifth year. And 14.75 uh, for a left tackle uh, in 2024 is not really necessarily going to break the bank. And so I, I actually think they probably will do it. All righty. So I've been asking the callers that called in today, you know, about their free agency wish list for the Cleveland Browns. And I know we are a little bit ahead of schedule. Guys have not even been franchise tagged yet, you know, things like that. And I kind of gave up my list. Now, I've been asking people to be more realistic with their list. I know Deron Payne is the hottest name out there. I personally don't believe Washington is going to let him go. So I'm going to tell you uh, one guy from the defensive side of the ball that I really like and one guy from the offensive side. On the defensive side, I think Javon Hargrave should be our big free agent acquisition. And then on the offensive side, I really, really like D.J. Shark. I think he's a long, speedy guy who knows how to play the position and won't cost the Browns much. So to those two guys, you say what? You know, I, I like both of them. I see where you're going with that as far as Hargrave is considered. You know, you have to wonder, too, if he's going to make it to free agency. The Good wish point. list, as you mentioned, that people have right now uh, quite often doesn't become the wish list that you get to, to work off of uh, come March or March you know, 13th when you can start to sign free agents or negotiate with free agents because they do get franchised. They do get tagged. But certainly – uh, the Browns need a defensive tackle of that ilk, of that caliber. They also need, I think they need a couple of receivers, uh, but I, I do think that one of them needs to be a, fasty, a faster, shiftier receiver who can not only, uh, you know, get some yak, but also, you know, you can go downfield uh, and really stretch the defense. So, uh, you know, I like where you're going with that. Um, again, we don't know what the wish list will look like come March. Absolutely. And one last question with the second round pick, which is our first pick of the draft. Is, is that pick going to be spent, you know, on the wide receiver? Or do you think they go the defensive tackle route? A lot of people feel like that the Cleveland Browns should go get that impact defensive tackle in free agency. And we know that Andrew Barry probably has not done the best job, job drafting defensive tackles. Do you see that second round pick being defensive tackle wide receiver or another position that we haven't mentioned? You know what? I mean, I would probably look for the defensive tackle in free agency, someone established, someone that you know can get the job done. Uh, so I would probably go there in free agency or a trade and hope that you can find that guy. And then I probably would be looking more at a receiver in the second round. I think it's very, very important to supply Deshaun Watson with more weapons. And, uh, you know, you're really going to need to find that guy that we've been talking about. She's Mary Kay Cabot from Cleveland.com. Mary Kay, as always, you know, I love talking to you. I think you are the goat of this here thing that we call media. I look forward to talking to you again. appreciate you taking time out your day. Sounds great. Thanks for having me. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with a vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.